0: Tuesday night. Once again, we are joined uh, in this Redskins offseason in, in a secluded basement studio in Kensington, Maryland. The man to my left is Kevin Ricca.
1: What's up, Kev? How
0: are you doing, my friend? Great. I thought you almost forgot. Man to his left, thinking everyone forgets stuff apparently in this basement. It's T Strachan. What's up, How's what's going? up? Good. Uh, off uh, camera, but a part of the show uh, tonight, a James Schneider, Redskins' well-wisher, obviously, uh, and a good friend of The Basement. And for our Hogshaven off-season on the brink episode this week, where we will talk about a lot of crucial, crushing, serious matters. We needed someone who could match that serious, crushing, brutal nature. We could think of no one better than Chris Hess, a.k.a. I Hate Dallas, a.k.a. Friend, friend of the Show and of the Basement. Chris, how are you doing? Doing well.
2: Doing well. I'm doing wonderful.
0: I think that I'm joined by literally thousands of Redskins fans listening to this podcast who are closing their eyes and imagining a happy-go-lucky young lad in Durham, North, North Carolina, possibly pulling back on a mason jar full of something clear and cold ice cold in a rocking chair of some kind and a, and a pair of jean shorts and some crocs yeah well actually you know we we, we took a walk this evening because it was the
2: weather's so nice down here tonight mm. it's like 70 degrees right around here too I've actually yeah I've actually got my my, my running shoes still on. I, I thought about walking in the Crocs, but they can they can get a little sweaty and slippery. So safety uh, first. Had to refrain from that. Safety first. Safety first. That's safety. what HR says.
0: That's smart. It's just smart walking. Uh, and uh, it we, is. We appreciate the daily reminder that we all need to walk smarter. Um, oh, but, do we? Yeah. Well, do we? <laughs> <laughs> do we there it is. Son <laughs> of a bitch.
3: You bastard!
0: I mean, be considerate, God damn it. You gotta do a lot of things smarter.
1: I mean, I'm gonna say that my my cheeks were clenched for that
0: one, buddy. <laughs> you saw that one coming. Oh yes. You walked right I into walked, it. I did. Oh, what oh, did I? But did I? I don't see the I don't see things that way. I don't see the world that way, Tees Dragon. Uh, listen. Speaking of saying things that I and, and Chris, I'm gonna let you ring in first on this one. Speaking of me saying things that I wish. I didn't think, but I do think him, and so I do say him. It was on on, t- on this week's six pack when I when I passively slash mildly asserted. So proud of this. I, I well, you're very proud I of think it. Dan Snyder. I think if there was ever a time for Dan Snyder to be an owner who says something publicly, and I think he wants to be one, and I think he will be one in one way, shape, or form. Endorsing the the franchise quarterback is the way is the time and place to do it. That's my opinion. What do you think, Chris?
2: I, I would hate it because it would because you know the, the first reaction is everybody oh, oh Snyder's meddling he's blah 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 he's, he's getting all in matters again, but I I don't think if if McLuhan is thinking about letting. Kirk go, whether it's just letting him go scot free in a year or trying to get some trade with whomever. Um, I I think that's a franchise wrecking decision. And and if if they let Kirk Cousins go and and try and piecemeal some Colt McCoy draft pick, free agent, God knows who, quarterback, medley together, it's that's like a scorched earth, everyone gets fired, nobody survives uh, type thing. Especially if Kurt goes on somewhere and is Drew Brees, you know? I mean, yeah. if, if he becomes to another team what Drew Brees was to the Saints, you can't survive that.
0: Nope.
2: I mean, that's every, everybody's gone at that point. And so I, I, I don't know what they're doing with Kurt, but it's it's a little ridiculous, I think, at
0: this point. It is ridiculous. And, and Sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, and I was going to say, you know, I don't want Snyder to step in publicly, but I do want him somewhere behind the scenes. And maybe, maybe he doesn't pull McLuhan to the side and say, you know, you have to sign this guy no matter what or else. I but I, I don't do think, think that that there need to. I, I don't I don't think that either. But I, I do think that he needs nope. to make Bruce and Scott completely aware that Kirk Cousin needs to be a long term Redskins employee, uh, well, and that if he is not, that that it's going to be bad for business.
0: My whole Chris, my whole thing is 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 if. McLovin has is decided on Kirk Cousins as the man. Then Dan Snyder should be out in front of the fan base and the the the, or, the organization. In you know he's paying him hundred. It's gonna pay him 150 million dollars at that point in time. Like I said, they're business partners. He he's got to be all in on them, and and it's, he's not he's not telling McLovin what to do. My whole thing is McLovin's already decided that this guy is a long-term guy. So this I'm I'm trying to give Dan Snyder like the easiest opportunity What the reassurance. Dude, dude, dude Dan, at this all. point
1: the floodgates are open. I mean, the, the Hoover Dam is an engineering marvel in this nation. Uh, it's it's right up there with whoever has shut this guy up for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's tremendous. It's ridiculous. It's you insane. you want you want to let him tow the waters again of that feeling, that oh so good feeling he covets of in front of a microphone <laughs> discussing his little boy toy? Uh, when does it stop? When does it stop if you let him back in to do this right now? And I and I know what you're saying, but, but come on, this guy again? I don't, think in our it, face? I don't think
2: it has to be on, on the RG3 level of, you know, Kirk and Dan are going to movies together on a Saturday and he's wearing number eight jersey in the owner's box. <laughs> but there's a way for him to go, you know, if, if, if Let's just say for a day I'm Dan Snyder's PR person. I set up, I don't know, I, I I'll make an appearance at one of his wife's um, you know, charities because there will pre- press will be there and if somebody happens to ask, "Hey, you know, is Kirk going to be your quarterback in the foreseeable future?" you know, I would say something like, "Yes, we plan on having Kirk Cousins retire a red scanner or whatever however he has to word it but you know that way it doesn't look like he's meddling but he's just kind of throwing his opinion out there on it without it looking over the top uh, oh
0: well go ahead to what do
2: you
3: got one way i i look at it is one it's, it one is not going to happen probably because there's still something we're not considering or all the the dirty details of a deal even if they are close to one you know that you don't want to get out publicly and start you know Saying stuff like that, but at the same time, I still think that there is some doubt in the decision makers out in Redskins Park.
0: See, that's the thing that I'm really afraid of, T. Because in I, my I know, mind, you
3: want a reassurance. You no, want, no, no, no. I don't, I you don't want, want reassurance. You want
0: it to be okay. I don't want Dan Snyder to be the great reassurer. <laughs> I want this organization to be about the Kirk Cousins era. I, I, I don't I think their mind is if they're not sure then their mind's made up in my opinion. They're, you're either sure by now or you're not. You you've asked him to prove it on multiple occasions. In my opinion, he has. I think the in the NFL has proven that you can win with that level of production at the quarterback position. It's it's a lot of production. Um, he it, quarterbacks cost a certain amount of money. At some point in time, you have to decide that you're going to pay the going rate for a productive quarterback. I don't, I don't think that there's that decision hasn't been reached in one one way or the other by this point. Like at this exact second, I think the Washington Redskins know exactly what they want to do. They they either want to pay for a productive quarterback or they want to go year to year lease, you know, and move to a new apartment next year, just like we all did when we were in our early twenties, and every single year we move somewhere else. Because if if, if you, uh, I mean, if you're not decided on on who Kirk Cousins is and what he can do for your offense and for your team, at this point in time, I, I, that to me that's crazy. I think that's well, crazy. And, and
2: the crazy part is 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 if they do the the month to month lease, they will have paid forty four million dollars year to year,
0: year to year lease. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, year to year. You don't you don't get that forty four million back. So you paid forty-four million guaranteed for two years of quarterbacking with
0: nothing to show for it. Well, they had, they got their money's worth. No, no, I mean they paid the going rate for a quarterback, but, but, and they but, got I mean, they got production. If, but they don't right, have them locked up. They
2: got production, but if you pay forty-four million guaranteed, you expect that player to be on your
0: team for a number of years, much longer than two. His true value lies in locking him up long term uh as far as the league is concerned to me it's a real What the the real opportunity that the Redskins missed last year by not getting more aggressive and trying to do a long term deal is that the as an asset a quarterback of his ability which we can all you know argue about but i think we're arguing in at a, an above average level a quarterback of his ability is worth something if you pay him if you put him for a 5 year contract he has value to your organization when you pay him year to year the value that that you know you've already put in is gone. That you know you you got to pay up going forward. But you know on a year to year basis, forty four million dollars, we would have gotten our money's worth, but we would have nothing on the books going forward.
1: And his true value right now, going into the most important offseason of the three year rebuild, when we're trying to sign these other guys at various positions, and we don't have a guy set up like that. And it's also twofold: his one year. Deal is going to count at least forty percent against our cap of uh, you know our open space here. That's a huge chunk in a one year deal. If we sign him to the long term, it's prorated. It's so it for yeah. this next season, this is this is crazy. And 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 who's going to want to sign that? Who's going to ink that contract? I don't know. I don't know the difference between the one year deal or the long term. But the, if he's still up in the air and, and we haven't I decided mean, yet, that's going to cause some guys that want to come here and sign a four year deal we, to hesitate.
3: We can't forget.
1: There's well, the other. There's another
3: side to the whole thing. It's Kirk's side you know maybe they're the ones that aren't quite necessarily coming to the table right now you got to always keep that in the back of your well, mind no they haven't gotten a phone call yet that's well, that's, that's, I mean, that's what's been maybe I, they're not necessarily pushing for one either I he's mean, got the leverage really, they're
1: in a pretty and solid spot they don't they don't really need it he's got the leverage we that's got to I mean. march well,
2: in in preparation for for this evening's show i uh, i put together an excel spreadsheet
0: <laughs> oh yes okay and good so, please so, we need that
2: I, and, and i looked over the last 2 years So just the last two years when Kirk has been the starting quarterback Mm -hmm. overall, he's scored more touchdowns than current MVP, Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Matthew Stafford. He scored more touchdowns rushing and passing than Russell Wilson, more than Eli Manning. That's just over a two, a two and, and two years is a sample size. That's who he is as a quarterback. Yeah. All of those guys are paid. And all of those guys, except maybe Rivers because of his age, when all those and Manning, but when all those guys re up, they're going to be paid like top three quarterbacks. Yeah. Oh, Without question. Eli and and Phillips will
0: get paid like that again. Right, right. So uh, is Matt, uh, Ryan. You know, Matt Ryan. And
2: Matt Ryan. So when, when Ryan, Stafford, and Wilson all renew their contracts, nobody's going to bat an eyelash if they're paid like a top two, top three quarterback. I, I, am I wrong in believing
0: that? No. No, no and, and Chris. Chris. Correct. Oh, go ahead. Finish up. I, I, I'm sorry.
2: But, but Kirk Kurt, Kurt Cousins, over two years that the Redskins have told him to, quote, prove it, yep. he's scored more touchdowns than all these guys. He has more passing yards than Stafford, more than Wilson, more than Manning. He's barely below Phillip Rivers, and Matt Ryan has more passing yards than him. So, I mean, they're in your comps to, to Kirk Cousins. And if I if I'm his agent, I'm saying, look, this you can you can think of Kirk whatever you want. You know, you can say, Oh, he doesn't play, you know, great in big games and you know, that's a lie, false news. <laughs> but, you know, he you you're looking the at the numbers on paper and, and that's who you're comparing him to. And you're gonna say, All right, well, that's how my guy should be paid, like one of those guys, because he's performed over two years which in the NFL is a
1: long time better than those guys. And we so, have never had to pay a quarterback I, I this amount of money. It. That's we're, why this fan base no. is freaking out. We're, 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 you see Aaron Rodgers, and then he's worth $50 million, So why would we give uh, that's not how it works. I know, but – You're right.
0: But, I will, but the thing – Never here, have. The whole thing about this entire situation to me, and I try to have like a, a, a new thought of the week. I, know, I try not to beat the same drum so loudly on a weekly basis. So, so here's my weekly thought about the Kirk Cousins contract situation. It did not take a ton of imagination a year ago to look out and see what contracts at the quarterback uh, position were going to be coming up in a two year span. It's known, these are known facts. these are these are things everybody knows. Everybody knows how much the salary cap is exploding in the next three years. That's a known fact. It's not up for debate. Everybody knows that people pay up for shiny things. You give people a lot of money, where are they going to put their money? It's always been, as as this whole salary cap thing is going, it's always been quarterbacks We saw Brock Osweiler get a crazy amount of money. We've seen the escalation of contracts to guys like Andrew Luck. Bradford for
1: two years. Bradford. We
0: know know what quarterbacks are going to cost now, and we know what they're going to cost in the next couple years. And I just don't – the the biggest problem I have with this whole thing is that a year ago you could have looked out and you could have said an average quarterback in two years, based on where the salary cap is going to be, based on the guys who are about to get paid – uh, without making any crazy extrapolations, you could have you could have gotten a crazy deal on Kirk Cousins last year. You probably still could have gotten one um, if you were allowed to negotiate with him this year, which which you weren't. Uh, that's that's the big failing here because everybody would be looking back and saying, "Man, if we were paying him nineteen million bucks a year." Uh, you know, next year and the year after, and you're watching guys get paid twenty five and twenty six and twenty seven million dollars a year who aren't doing what Kirk Cousins is doing or could do. That's what's going to really kill you. Um, and 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 it's still Christmas Day for Ebenezer Scrooge, in my opinion. You could still wake up tomorrow morning, give this guy one hundred fifty million dollars, guarantee him some crazy amount of money, structure it so that it's it's cap friendly for three or four years. It, it turns into a three or four year deal with 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 a, with a a high number but at the end of the day that's what quarterbacks cost. I think he he's, I think Kirk Cousins can still return you the value on a high high dollar deal. I do. I believe that. I know that's that's where people differ in opinion also on the Kirk Cousins thing is exactly how good he is for, for my money and I think for a lot of people's money when you look at the just look at production I think I, I don't think this guy I I don't think you're going to you're you're going to say you overpaid for him.
1: No, the names and numbers Chris has just threw out there. Exactly, those guys are getting paid. Those, yeah. Balance. I mean, it's 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 all there to look at. I mean, one thing I look at. So,
2: so all right, just just like close your eyes and imagine this: mm. that instead mm. of Trevor Simeon, that Kirk Cousins was playing on the Broncos last year. Yeah. Where are the Broncos right now? Super Bowl. I, I, I mean, easily. I mean, they're with they're, that defense quarterbacking. Yeah, with that
0: defense. Trevor you know, Trevor's not as bad as it, as it sounds. Tre- Trevor had a decent year, actually.
2: He, I think, he started out real hot, and then and then people kind of figured him out Texans, as the maybe. season went along. Mm-hmm. But 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 Kirk Cousins, you know, I've I've heard like twenty different arguments for why we can't sign Kirk Cousins or why we shouldn't. And one of the big ones is that the twenty four million or however much it is is going to eat up a bunch of cap space. Well. That argument kind of implies that the Redskins are going to go out and free agent splurge like the Giants did last year. And with McLuhan and Bruce Allen, I mean, aside from the Josh Norman signing, that's just not what they do. No, that's
1: not happening.
2: I mean, you know, people are like nitpicking on Twitter like, oh, well, I think he's worth $20 million, not 24 Well, for $4 million, <laughs> no offense, Ken, but you might get Kendall Reyes. Know, I I mean and how much Cousin how Cousin much is that Cousin gonna Kendall. hurt your team? You, right? You know, that, that four million dollars, you get Rice. David Bruton Jr. and, you know, Terrence Garvin. Yes. And if if you ask me, who's more important to the team and their success? Kirk Cousins or a couple special teams players?
1: It's not even debatable. <laughs> Chris, I liken it to this. I went to St. John's College High School in D.C. I, I'm 41 years old. When, when someone tells me right now what it costs to go to St. John's, me and all my buddies that graduated in 94 look at each other and go, it's 18 grand to go to St. John's? It was three when we were there. I think this is the same type of uh, scenario for a lot of us Sticker in this shop. town. Yes, going, wait a minute, Joe Theismann played for a bag of peanuts and cold beer. Like, Get, get out of here, man. Right. It's, this is the new market this is what it is <laughs> our high school cost 500 percent more than did we went there we're old we need to get over it quarterbacks get paid well, I, deal and, with it
2: that's right and I, and I think I think Bruce and Scott ran into that last year but and and everybody kind of said that oh well the the offer they made was insulting I think they offered what like 16 yeah, million guaranteed, right right. And I don't think they made him that offer as like a slap in the face of them saying, we think you're a garbage quarterback. I think they made that offer because they literally did not understand what the quarter, quarter, quarterback market was. And then they saw the Osweiler deal, and they're like, hold on. And then they see Bradford get signed, and they're like, oh,
1: shit. F uh,
2: you Right, right. So we're going to have to step back and, and reassess it. So they said, all right, well, let's tag you. And make sure that you're not a one-hit wonder, because we've seen the one-hit wonder. Well, everybody as fans knew, well, okay, if you do this, then if he performs at or near or above the same level he did in 2015, well, he's going to cost a trillion dollars. And I I would assume the team knew that, or the team assumed that, well, maybe he won't perform (laughs) quite like that. And he did. And so now they're in this position where either all right, well, you nut up and pay $24, twenty four, twenty five a year, yep. or you know you, you're you're going to look ridiculous. Shit, or get off the pot.
0: And, and also, it's not about Seriously. him being the greatest quarterback uh, in the league. It's not. It's not about how. It's not even necessarily about how great he is in in the NFL. When free agency hits, there's there's always value. I mean, in a. 20... In a twenty-seven or twenty-eight-ish year-old quarterback who is just coming into their own and, and, and threw for forty-nine hundred yards, he's got his value is also not just determined by his performance. This this is also part of why they effed up last year. Kirk Cousins' value, true value of what he knows he can get, is has nothing to do with what his worth is to the Redskins. Unfortunately for us. It has everything to do with the four or five terrible, terrible teams who absolutely need quarterbacks like the Cleveland Browns, for example, like maybe even the San Francisco 49ers, for example, who are so desperate for, for a quarterback. And they, and if they think that the Redskins are dumb enough to, to ever allow him the, the opportunity to negotiate on the open market, he would, he would become the highest paid player in NFL history now, not on the strength of how good he is, but basically but based on the str- on the on him being that much of the best free agent available in this free agency when money is growing on trees in the NFL.
1: Yeah. And we all sit around here right. hope, well, hoping I mean, our ex gets fat and ugly mm. forever. <laughs> well, while, while she's walking down the street and everyone's staring going you're an idiot, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right.
2: well, I mean, last year, so I I believe when when the deal happened, Olivier Vernon became, at the time, like the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history or something ridiculous like that. He was paid more money guaranteed than, like, J.J. Watt. Yeah. Now, nobody's going to argue that Olivier Vernon is on the same level as J.J. Watt. Right. But when people start talking about Kirk for 24 25, oh, well uh well, uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> isn't getting that much money, so why should Kirk Cousins? And it's like, you don't, you're not you not like understand how this works. And so they just like, they, they can't stomach him possibly being paid more on the front end than some of these other quarterbacks like Rogers or, you know, luck or whoever else may be out there. But even when you look, you know, if you were to compile a list of the top 10 quarterbacks, let's say Brady retires this year, let's say breeze retires, Phillip rivers, those guys are all thirty-seven or above. You know, where does that put Kirk in the in the rankings of quarterbacks? When you get rid of those guys, is he is he top ten? Is he top five?
1: He gets there within this next contract, no matter who offers it to him.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a performer, he's he's smart enough to know. I don't think I don't think San Francisco was a great spot for him, but uh, or or the Rams for that matter. I don't, I don't think either are likely, but. He knows what, what's good for him. Kyle and and um, Sean and Jay, for that matter, are all going to put him in, in a position to be a 4,900-yard-per-year quarterback. Um, yeah, but he's going to spend his
1: meetings and days and hours with Kavanaugh, and
0: that's a know. good thing. That's a very good thing. That's a super good thing. I I, I think that uh, at, at the end of the day, I think we do sign Kirk Cousins to a long-term deal. I think it's getting worked on now. I think we have until March 7th um, to get that done before uh, we have to make serious decisions about the franchise tag if I'm not mistaken um, and you know I'm optimistic I I, I I think the things that we say that we've been talking about like the obvious stuff his numbers his performance um, his age his he's trending up I mean everything yet everything's going for him I think th- these are obvious things I I don't think the Redskins are are missing this you know what what he is I just don't
3: so you're saying the, the weight here is innocuous. It's just, a, it's just fans being itchy for, for getting it done, feeling the solace that everything's it's taken care of. We got our guy. Or, yep. Chris, I ask you too, do you think there's still some doubt at the, at the people who are making decisions at the top?
2: It's, it's, it's hard to tell because for so long, we're so used to everything getting leaked out of Redskins Park. So we're we're kind of sure. used to the the, the Redskins just show their hand for years, and and now we're not really, you know, they, they don't really say much about anything. It stuff just happens, you know. Um, so they could be, for all I know, working on it, and and we would have no idea. You know, it could be announced on Twitter tomorrow by Adam Schefter that you know, oh hey, Redskins and Kirk Cousins come to a deal, yeah. and nobody would know anything about it.
1: Unless Corey's outside in a Ronald Reagan my, my, theory,
2: my theory on this is that the Redskins were waiting for Kyle to officially get the job with San Francisco. And just my thinking, I think they probably called the 49ers and said, look, if we put the exclusive tag on Kirk Cousins... Would we be willing
1: to do business together? Are you ballsy enough and, to pay the money? That, we won't, and give us picks. So we're
0: getting two first rounders, so they and they're paying 150 that, million. They can't have
3: that conversation right. yet, and, but and maybe I they're think, waiting to have that conversation.
2: And and I think they're waiting to have they that conversation having, because they, I mean they literally can't it. have that conversation until what today when Kyle's officially the Niners coach.
0: Just so you know, so, I'm, pre- I'm preparing myself I, for this. I am. I honestly am. I I I I think. For anyone who doesn't think it's possible, they need to really, really pay attention. I don't think it's likely. I honestly I don't. I don't think that a team's gonna give us two first round picks and pay a guy 150, $150 million dollars with all the problems they have uh, in San Francisco. I just don't think they'd do it.
1: That would be the ballsiest belief in Kirk Cousins in the history of his
0: It would be a straight family's legacy dick slap to our organization. Oof. When he goes and Hell just up. is a pro bowler for the next ten years, I'd be yeah. like, oh, you know what? Even if he doesn't do, it, I mean, for them to just say, "Oh, you're you're gonna let this guy go?" Yeah, here's two first rounders, and we're gonna pay him 150 million. You idiots! Yeah, who are you yeah. gonna take? Who are you I, gonna take that's gonna I, throw 5,000 yards for you for the next Sudfeld, ten years? I'm telling
1: the, you, the chunky X. Good luck, Sudfeld. Yeah. Sudfeld, my ass. Okay. I, I don't know. I just, I
2: just think that's probably what the Redskins are waiting on. I think they're waiting to hear if San Francisco is, is dumb enough because they got an owner who's uh, my age and who's made idiotic moves for like four years in a row now. And so the Redskins are probably looking at them thinking, man, that was us 10 years ago. Let's see if we can really get these guys to do something
1: stupid. Hell yes!
2: By giving up, and that
1: owner just you know, gave a, a rookie head coach and a rookie general manager six-year contracts. I mean, exactly. He, I mean, you're, you're he, looking he, he, at the Redskins. He's of capable 2000, of
0: this. You know? He could be. Uh, so I mean, also right, to tease I mean, point though, Kirk, if Kirkos, yeah, you guys can pay me twenty-four million dollars to play quarterback for you this year. That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll drop another forty-nine hundred on the league. And then next year, when you guys aren't going to want to pay me thirty-three, I'm I'm going to go for the, the back five years of yeah. of, of Kyle's then contract. He,
1: then he tweets you at Hog's Haven that he prefers the term "penis slap." Over yes, the big slap. yep. Yes.
0: Sorry, sorry, Kirk. <laughs> I apologize. That right. But that's
1: something uh, very disturbing about him
3: saying all this stuff in jorts. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to bring that, it back that whole visual.
0: But, hey, you know what, hey, Chris. The whole thing, I ahead. think. In, yeah.
3: Go ahead.
2: No, well, I want to hear this.
0: It's important. I, I
2: think the problem is is this. Any any move that involves Kirk Cousins not being on the team is a ninety five percent chance the team takes a step backwards and has a five and 11, 6 and ten season.
0: Yeah, yes. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yes. You know,
2: yes. And, and and with with Kirk Cousins at the helm and you know, most Redskins fans I talk to, yeah, you know, just just at a bar or wherever. We're not even talking about Kirk. We're talking about, let's just fix the defense. Yeah. You know, if you fix the defense to just not give up third and eight teams to Matt Barkley, you know, this is an 11-win team. This is a roll-out-of-bed 11-win team if the defense is halfway competent. Just halfway. They don't even have to. I mean, they can just cut their third-down percentage by, I don't know, just don't be historically worse in the league, and it's an eleven
0: win I don't think you're oversimplifying. Minuski, it
1: at all. has a has a history of being great on third down
0: yeah i don't think i hate under, uh, oversimplifying it I do think the 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 win total changes drastically um if that stat is is fifty percent different yep. uh I think that's a fact right let me let, let's let's us let us saw – Let's swing this, Chris. Because at, at the bo- at, hold on. just
3: just bottom line is bottom I line think is. this is like ninety percent fans freaking out and ten percent what you know, we have no idea really what's going
0: on. Wait, it's one hundred percent fans and freaking out, is, and one hundred percent we don't have anything oh, going on.
2: Oh, and, and part of it is, is, is the the image people have of Kirk. I don't know how I can't. I, I was on Facebook or something, and some or something. Stephen A. Smith thing, Called yeah, Gr- or something grinder. But but Stephen A. Smith. Is, <laughs> right. But Stephen A. Smith was talking about <laughs> Kirk Cousins and how he can't win big games. And one of the games he mentioned was Detroit last year, talking about losing to the Lions. And I recall with, I don't know, just a tad over a minute to go, Kirk Cousins rushed for a touchdown to give them a three or four point lead. All the defense had to do was not shit their pants, and they win the game. Yeah, you drawers, know, and are shitty. and
3: like shit their jorts,
2: yeah. right? Door, <laughs> dude, they were the the were ruined. Take them, just don't even take them to the track. Just throw them in the garbage.
1: Cut your name out of the back of the tag plays, first.
2: Right, and in, in three plays, the lines are in the red zone, and then eighty seven year old Anquan Bolton is scoring a touchdown, and it's like, oh Jesus, just you know, and and the same thing about happening in the Eagles game if Ryan Kerrigan doesn't hit. Carson Wentz. I mean, it was like that same feeling, like, oh, God, here it comes. You know? So just fix the defense, and the team's great. And they, they even if they sign Kirk, they've got the resources to do it. They can sign free agents, they can draft, you know, the, the Kirk is right. The ball is in their court. Everything they want's in front of them. They just have to not be stupid.
1: Before we leave, we have to just, did you guys see when Kirk pushed the ref in the flag football game? <laughs> Did anyone see Kirk bully the official? He actually physically pushed him. I I, I loved it. He's got a sick gene. It's in there. He, there, there, there he's there's, an NFL player. There, there's something off. He and a charity. I'm more and more sold game, on him every he threw day. He's doing armbar off of, off the stripes that knocked him back a step or two due to not placing the ball fast enough. No, I think I, we're I, decided. I've seen
3: more. Him. I've seen more. It factor. His offseason in
1: him. this season has been.
3: He's yes. been like you.
1: Yeah. He's been bullying all of Kensington <laughs> left and right. Bullying <laughs> officials, just bullying the other team, the best d back in, in the in the in the AFC. He's I, I like I like both I, of your I, styles, I, bro. I, no,
3: I, I he, he's he's starting to show more and more of that it factor. I mean, the play in the Pro Bowl just, you know, that right there just shows you he's a football player first and foremost and that's what they want. So, this whole hesitation thing is either fans just blown it out of proportion and need to calm that, you know, what down or there is some sort of fracture. There is something going on, and, and, and they don't want to pull it. Because to your point, Chris, they can also pull up the two games that Kirk didn't really show up when he needed to most, down when it really, they, they really needed the win. So anybody who has any kind of doubt will say, yeah, but what about those two games? He, he, he didn't show up on the biggest stage when it, when it mattered most. Don't worry. I saw him in flag football. Yeah, I We're
2: mean, I, I get that. But, I mean, if you, look, if you, if you look at Philip Rivers or Drew Brees, neither of them were in the playoffs. But I don't think anybody would reasonably say they are the reason that their teams are not in the playoffs. Only everybody's going to look at the Saints. But everybody's going to look at the Saints' defense and say, without even watching a Saints game, oh, the Saints' defense is why they're not in the playoffs, not Drew Brees. And the same thing with the chargers. It's not, it's not Phillip rivers fault. They're not in the playoffs. It's some other thing, but like with Redskins fans. And I think the national media at large, it's like, like, do we forget they were literally the worst third down defense ever? And you know, it's like, well, Kirk had a bad game against the giants and the Panthers. Well,
1: you know, I mean, quarterbacks have the games. I mean, happens, me, but Chris, over the course of the season, Zambia he's been really good. Lovely to, I know. Well, let got me distractions.
0: Let me before we before we let you go, and before we finish off this week's segment of off season on the brink. Let me ask you this, because as a Redskins fan watching the Super Bowl, and we all did, or most of us did, there was a moment in the game when every one of us knew that they, that the Atlanta Falcons goose was cooked um now th- that moment came for every football fan in the country at some point or other a lot of people thought that this moment occurred after the overtime coin flip when tom brady got the ball and uh, he marched down field and he was uh you know victorious now that i, I agree that was a sure thing that when tom brady gets the ball in overtime you know he's going to march on the field and score that's not the moment as a redskins fan when when you watched, watched that game, when you thought this game was over, let me tell you about uh, a certain right tackle who entered the game in the second half, <laughs> number 76. And I thought, oh, man. I was thinking about no, no, you. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. But, no he Actually,
3: played Tom he Compton feeling, came yeah. in.
0: Um, I forget who got hurt. Uh, it was the, their uh, right tackle. He I, got carried I, I off I knew
3: field. you were going to bring this up. And he I comes knew in. It.
0: Now, I love Tom Compton. In fact, a Tom Compton he's fan. Like, he's,
3: he, he and Kendall Reyes and are in your no, no, dreams. No, 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 no. Tom night.
0: Compton, different guy than Kendall Reyes. Tom Compton played well for us. Tom Compton was great offensive line depth and yet emblematic of an offensive line that, that was not getting there. And in the Super Bowl, when he comes in the game and he lines up at right tackle and they're up by God knows how many points at that point in time, I'm thinking, holy shit, they could lose this game.
1: <laughs> when, when, you, when, you, when you had that thought and feeling, were you and Megan like swapping sugar plums? Uh, when you thought,
0: their goose is cooked. Because at the yes. party I was at, we were like, man, Atlanta's fucked. <laughs> it's we, over. When this was- shit is over. There's no uh, Tom, goose cooking. Tom Compton, Compton is a, they're like, Oh I know I know fifty eight percent of America was thinking, who cares who's playing right tackle for the Falcons right now? There's no way they can lose this game. Every Redskins fan was like, wait a second, something doesn't feel right. For
3: me for me, <laughs> I mean I always knew that the possibility right. was there even in halftime, even when it was twenty five points, but it was when the holding call came that
1: took them way out of field goal position. Hold on, the catch? How about the catch? Or the the catch. two of the greatest catches Warriors. of all time have gone against this franchise. The only reason they've lost those two games to the Giants. But that's where I was like. They finally got one back. This, this At is that it. point, I they went, it. it's, over.
3: Yep. it's over. It's over. It's done.
2: No, I can, I can tell you where the game ended because I've seen it before. It was when I Tom
0: Compton came with, on the field. For,
2: well, <laughs> Tom Compton didn't, didn't help. <laughs> but I've seen it with Kyle Shanahan. There is like something Ooh. in his brain that I don't know why. But whenever his run game is dominant, there comes a point in the game where he just says, you know what? We're not going to do that anymore. I'm the smartest man alive. Right. They had a third and one and he goes for a pass and it's incomplete. And right there, I thought, oh God, here it goes. They're going to go full Kyle. And I think on the next possession is where uh, Matt Ryan got sacked and fumbled. And then it was, like, oh yeah, this, this is done. This is done. And Kyle had thrown all his run plays out the window. It reminded me of that game they had in 2010 against Tampa Bay. I'll never forget it. because I'm at a bar, and I thought Ryan Terrain was going to break the single-game rushing record. I think he had 100 yards in the first quarter. And then he just never got another carry. For some unknown reason, we're just going to let McNabb drop back. And they lost the game to Tampa
1: Bay. It's Kyle's curse. He
3: can't help it. Well, I I, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know if it's so I much... I hope you
1: Gino divines that. Day.
3: I don't know if it's so much that he just abandons the run after it's been working so much. I mean, defenses adjust. They put an extra guy in the box. I think his offense is based a lot, as a lot of offenses are today, about numbers. And if they put it in the box, then you're supposed to throw. Whereas I think the way football is supposed to be played, if you're having success on the ground and you're up by that much, you adjust too. Put another guy in there to block or just... You got to keep running the ball, even if it's not going to, you know, gain you the, the the five yards per carry. But it's going to it's going to eat the clock. It's going to wear it down. It's going to wear it down the defense. I think I don't think that's where it is. I don't think he just abandons it. Other than the fact that he doesn't know how to play straight up smash mouth football when you're up by twenty five.
0: Well, let me swing this back to the Redskins before we close out, and that is this thought I was having. Uh, watching the New England Patriots get, you know, freaking coronated. Uh, Redskins have a collection of Lombardi trophies. I I think only six teams have more Super Bowl trophies than the Redskins. And while we have had a desert uh, to pass through over the last 20 years, uh, 25 years in that regard, all the Redskins need is just to get back in it. And and people will you know historically people will remember people will we will we, we'll, will forget all about the North Turner and Steve Spurrier and Marty shot well not Marty Schottenheimer we shouldn't forget about that um, you know maybe even Joe Gibbs second tenure people will forget about um, all all like the terribleness that that came with I don't know. I don't know I, all the stuff that happened after we should our last really remember Super Bowl. Jack That's yeah, we're going to remember. We're going to remember JKC. Yeah, I, right. I, I I think that um, we haven't had a championship in this city for a long time. We haven't had a Super Bowl title for 25 years. My, I guess my point is, as much as I want what New England has, we're actually not that far off. You know, from a standpoint of just pure hardware. Now, it, obviously, there's a lot to do between now and the next Super Bowl to, to be. A contender for it, but but I I think I think as a Redskins fan, you should be allowed to think about that kind of thing, given the direction that we're on. Now, if they hold the direction, great. I, but I think that they this is something we can we can hope for now. There, there's a lot of good things going on with the Redskins that have a chance of blossoming into something that you could label a Super Bowl contender.
1: And it's going to unfurl here with the next 25 signings, whether it be draft yeah. or free agency in the next two months. There's 25 guys, and maybe some of them are our guys, but there's 25 names that need to be re-signed. Yep, that's going to have a lot to do with this. Off-season on the brink is getting
0: furious. Hey, hey, Chris, before we let you go, let let us know what um what what should people wear with you know what kind of belt should people wear with their jorts and Crocs? Are you looking for like an old-school Gap belt where you tie the knot? Tweed, bro. Tweed. No, I go. I, I'm beltless. Just belt. What? Bang. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, beltless. I was man. thinking you know a nice
2: tweed. George kinda, kinda no billies <laughs> are you? No, it's just you, you wear it and you, you have to you have to have a size at least like in at least uh. one uh pant size smaller than what you usually wear. That's your George so size. Yeah, well that's
1: the problem, bro. They don't make forty two twenty eights up here, brother. <laughs> you gotta cinch those bad boys.
2: Oh, well, you know, with, with George, you, you you don't hold him up with a belt. You hold him up with, like, you know, a little bit of your fupa and and some, some over-the-top gut. And you just let it kind of sit there. Yeah, a, a belt is not the way to go.
0: I would just like to ensure that everyone remembers that when you listen to this show, you do not leave dumber on a variety of levels. And when we have Chris Hess on aka I Hate Dallas. AKA the Fashionista. AKA the Fashionista. AKA the Boner Readier. Uh, sorry, that's, that's a right. that, that's an official title. Uh, you, and you have earned it. Um, we appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much for spending a Tuesday night with us.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Always appreciate it. Always yeah, appreciate it. Bud. You're Chris. coming thanks back for soon, your time,
0: brother. You're coming back soon. And we're gonna you because it's time for some hate. Um, and we're going to cue that up because I would never want to, of course, never want to put you on such a spot.
2: I I have nothing to hate right now.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the the Redskins pussyfooting around this Kurt contract. It's giving me chest pains and gray hair, man.
0: All right. Listen, and, it and, Dallas, and Dallas. L- we got well, we to yeah, help yeah. this guy. This is a personal oh, well, plea dude, I mean, how, to McLovin help this man, help this man sleep at night, help this man, help this man be able to enjoy his rocking chair and his, in his off season days by knowing that Kirk Cousins is going to be the quarterback here for many years to come. Yep. And keep all and, our food. And you know, durable. like,
1: yes. like
2: fuck Dallas for putting in our fan base's mind that, Oh, well we can just go and get a uh, uh, Dak Prescott. Ah,
0: like so Dak Prescott is
2: on our team. We have Stop. a fourth rounder that we drafted that's throwing for 5,000 yards, you, you don't find those twice.
0: You don't Especially find them twice. Especially in like a five-year period.
2: Yeah, you don't find them twice.
0: We haven't found them in the so history of our it's franchise. It's happening. By the time the next show records with you on it, Kirk Cousins will be a long-term Redskin. That is my okay. belief, my, my belief, Chris. Thank you so much, there. man. I hope so. Thank you so much. For, t- for uh, Tim Strachan? Yes. And Kevin Ricca, and our good friend James Schneider, and, wait, who is that I see? I'm not sure. Willie Shakespeare. My, my eyes so good. into my
1: drawer, so Mike Gravenstein
0: seems to arrive. <laughs> Mike Gravenstein? Is that Mike Gravenstein What Look up, Grabo? Hey, this was The Audible.